0: Welcome back guys to Obscure Dungeons and Dragons. I'm Emily. I'm Corey. And today we're gonna have a serious, like major uh, info dump on you guys. <laughs> Cause this, this one has a lot. See what was the last episode that we did a giant m- dump on that might've been, might've been the Nagas when we had like so much information.
1: Uh, I think the last one was Nagas.
0: Where we had like big info dump on all these different types of nagas and like <laughs> most of the stuff that they each naga could do, like hard info dump. Oh god. We got another one of those. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're gonna do slads, and I know a lot of people don't know what the heck a slad even is. It's like a weird frog, basically, that can stand on. That's like eight feet tall. <laughs> that Can stand and attack you,
1: bipedal frogman.
0: And it's from, and they're all every single edition that they're from, they're all from the plane of limbo. Good, yeah. But starting off with our typical 2E, we have five in every edition, there's always five different types of slad. Uh, we got, and our the CRs that we have are two, seven, eight, nine, and 10. <laughs> <laughs> it was that weird random jump there Yeah, geez <laughs> two, two and seven Ah, uh, but
1: Well, it's a frog person So isn't it like a tadpole probably At the CR2 level?
0: No Some some of the additions Like I think it's two and three Well, even four They have tadpole additions But in 2E, there's no tadpole huh. I didn't even incorporate tadpole into this Okay <laughs> Into any of this But the sladdy Or slads are bipedal frog-like beings who dwell on the outer plane of Limbo. They scavenge battlefields of the Blood War, feeding on the dead and using the wounded as instruments in their reproductive cycle. Uh, (laughs) We'll get to that in a second, but... uh, Sladi seek to change the established order on all planes to bring themselves power, but they lack the will to mobilize armies or become involved with the intricacies of other fiends. Therefore, the powerful varieties of slad pursue their own agendas, using less powerful types as their thugs and agents. It is a very much, uh, the, the strong will beat the shit out of the weak until the weak submit and listen, <laughs> kind of hi- hierarchy.
1: <laughs> like a like a wolf pack, almost. Got like an alpha, and then somebody steps up, the alpha puts them down.
0: Kinda, of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the more powerful slads are typically in control of the whole archy whole hierarchy, and the bottoms are basically grunts. (laughs) The different types of slads that we have are red, blue, green, gray, and death.
1: (laughs) Red, blue, green, gray, death.
0: Death. (laughs) I don't know why.
1: Could have just said, like, black or maybe just gray, the top one, but nope, death.
0: Death is the (laughs)
1: Death slads are
0: at the top of the food chain here. All right. Uh, slad heads are huge and their claws extremely sharp. A symbol of power is embedded in their foreheads. It's a non-magical tattoos on a slad's forehead that signify past achievements like kills, conquest, duels, and it shows their current status as also the color of their skin. Thus... Red, blue, green, gray, but death is the weird one that doesn't colored.
1: (laughs) I'm uh, not going to pretend like I know what a slad really does.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm teaching you. So Uh, the more powerful slad have polymorph self abilities and can appear as humans or demi humans. Uh, Slad speak their own language. They also have limited telepathy that allows them to understand and converse with all things. Red slads are vicious combatants that quickly attack other creatures. Ruthless in numbers, they surround, torment, and slaughter smaller groups. Red sladdy wear loincloths and have few forehead tattoos, detonating low s- denoting low status.
1: Denoting low. So the red are like super aggressive but low status?
0: Yes, they're very aggressive, like grunts, like they don't think, they just go wham, wham, wham and just kill everything, basically. But it's apparently a thing where if you have little tattoos, you are of low status, but the more tattoos you have on your forehead, you have higher status.
1: (laughs) That's such a crazy... (laughs) That's so crazy to me. Why? Hey, dude. Check out my tattoo. Oh, shit, dude. Your tattoo's looking so much bigger today.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> right?
0: Love that. Love that. But most, actually, most lads can't progress in status at all unless they're basically, like, born in quotations that way. Interesting. And I'm gonna come up on a very fun point after I finish blue slads, but still on red, they will attack with their claws, which have the ability to inject an egg pellet into the opponent's body. What? (laughs) Yeah, they're like, what is it? There's that specific fly where they will inject their eggs into other creatures. Was it like bot flies or something? And with red slads, Whenever they inject something with this egg, when they become birthed out of basically the corpse that they crawl out of, they become blue slads.
1: Which are below red, right?
0: No, they're above red. Red is the lowest of the low. And then also once per day, red slad can stun by emitting a loud croak that affects all opponents within 20 feet. For the most part, that's all that red slads do.
1: Yeah, if an eight-foot-tall frogman croaked at me really loudly, I'd probably be pretty stunned.
0: <laughs> now we're on to the blue slads, which are ruthless warriors that specialize in mass combat. They have two long, sharp bone rakes that protrude from the back of each hand. They're basically Wolverine.
1: Okay. That's pretty cool.
0: But they don't in in uh, retract, is the word. They don't retract. They're just constantly, like, out.
1: Okay. Well, sucks to suck, Wolverine.
0: Uh, they are more limber than Red Sled and have more elongated snouts. Uh, they share the Red's vicious temper and bullying manner, and they too wear loin- loin (laughs) loincloths. But... The Blue Sled fighting style allows them two attacks with each of their Wolverine claws. Thus, they have four rake attacks per round, as well as a bite attack. And that bite attack has a 10% chance of infecting the opponent with rotting disease.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. It's a huge step up in power, because they're just be like, inject you with weird eggs. And...
0: Well, we did go from 2 to CR 7.
1: Yeah, it makes a lot of sense then.
0: <laughs> they also have spell-like abilities. Usable once at a time, once per round is the way it's worded. At will, it can hold person... Passwalk, and they have telekinesis and then twice a day they can attempt to gate or basically summon or teleport lower level slads into where they're at that
1: is pretty cool i do like that
0: uh, blue slads can infect wounded and unconscious opponents with a disease similar to lycanthropy this infection transform a humanoid victim Oh, for the next three months, into a red sled.
1: Oh. So the red makes the blue, the blue makes the red. Yeah. Okay.
0: (laughs) It's very weird, the way that that is.
1: That is, it's, um, everything about this is weird. (laughs) (laughs) It's from the
0: play to limbo. It's always weird. It's chaotic. They're all chaotic. Uh, And the non-humanoid victims that are... Uh, what's the word infected by this disease just automatically die so if you are not humanoid at all you will die from this you have you have to be human in order to become a slad
1: well yeah I, well at least there's that limit
0: <laughs> can't infect everything next up we have our greens green sleds I believe that's Yep, CR8 now. Uh, whether as a host for a red's egg pellet or a blue, blue's disease victim, a powerful human or demi-human originally uh, sometimes spawns a baby green slat instead of a red or blue.
1: Mm, I was about to ask, have we got any other slat if the red made the blue and the blue made the red?
0: If you were a spellcaster, a demi-human, or your high-level adventurer, you if you are hit with any of the egg pellets or the disease, you can become a green slad, basically. This is an auspicious occasion, and both red and blue slad nurture the young green one carefully. It's, I think I said that typically, if the red birth or birth in quotations, a blue slad, the blue slad, like adults, will typically take that blue slad and nurture it, and the same reverse. The reds will take the red slads and nurture it.
1: Both come together to get the green one all nurtured
0: up, huh? Yeah. They will switch offspring basically, but if the green one is there, they'll be like, oh, gotta take care of that one. you are special. <laughs> special, baby. Green slads are defensive about weaknesses, and they will basically gas themselves up in triumph. <laughs> they'll just be like, oh, yeah, I'm so cool. Like, don't look at the weakness I just did. I'm so cool, guys. Like, ah." Uh. They are tremendous braggarts. They sometimes pause even during combat to gloat over opponents. <laughs> <laughs> I also put a quotation that they're chads.
1: Chads. Absolute chads. Yeah. Fucking green slat's gonna come in and steal your girl one day. <laughs> uh,
0: they also attack with two claws and a bite. Around and they prefer to use their innate powers or to gate other slads into combat, typically lower level, like either other greens, blues, or reds. They can summon them in basically almost all slads, I think, except red, can summon other slads to combat.
1: Oh, okay, and they could summon like themselves color wise. Can they summon the different, like the colors above them in the hierarchy? No, okay,
0: it's always below,
1: okay. A blow or the same. Okay. <laughs> uh, a
0: green sled can also polymorph into a duplicate of the human or demi-human host that spawned it.
1: That's wild. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they can basically become their former selves. Yes, fellow human, I am also human? Human?
1: Human question
0: mark? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's specific in this one. But in other ones, it states that they have no recollection of their past life.
1: It's basically just like a free disguise self.
0: Uh, green slads as a group. As in, each one could have a different spell power that they can cast, basically. Out of the group, certain ones can cast these specific spells.
1: Like color groups, right?
0: Out of the green slads. Okay. Oh, yeah. Any of these could only have, like, one or two of these spells that I'm about to list. They can't have more than that. But out of the whole group, they can cast, or they have the ability to possibly cast a darkness, delayed blast fireball, detect invisibility, detect magic, ESP, fear, locate object, produce flame, and telekinesis. No individual green slat has shown all of these powers.
1: Uh, so it's like a a signed-at-birth randomized type thing for the Greenslad to get these spells.
0: Yes, that's what I'm trying to get at. Okay. And then twice a day they can attempt to summon. And then they can only be harmed by plus one or better weapons.
1: Which back then was extremely hard to come by.
0: Yep. So that's why you did not want to encounter these. Uh, next up. We have gray, uh, a green slad that lives to advanced age, a century or so, sometimes withdraws into the wilderness for isolation. Most are never seen again, but after a year or more, some slads return to their fellows as a gray slad. They basically do, like, isolation training, and then come back a different color.
1: (laughs) That is cool, though, though, like, they... They they actually age now instead of, like, the green slad infects a person, and every once in a while a gray slad comes out.
0: Yeah, now now there's aging, but it's only with green and grays.
1: Green to gray.
0: Yes, so far.
1: Well, I guess uh, even slads get gray with age.
0: Uh, and uninterested in lesser slad, grays become fascinated by power and magic. Apparently seeking the near immortality of the most powerful slad, the death slad. Because apparently death slads are near immortal. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) That's scary to think about. Uh, They attack with two claws and a bite. They can shape change into the original host like before. And they often will wield a magical weapon if they are a shape changed.
1: Okay, so it's just an old green slad. It sounds like
0: it's just better. it's got more health and it probably attacks more. Yeah. you can only hit these with a plus one or better weapon. And they have as a group again demonstrated the following spell-like powers. Once at a time, they can do advanced illusion, darkness, fear, flame strike, infovision, invisibility, known alignment, no alignment, lightning bolt power word blind symbol and windwalk.
1: these things get really powerful spells like power word power word anything is up there
0: but again this is uh only like one slide can only have like one of these
1: yeah it was similar to how the green slide is kind of like born with their uh innate spells like when they go off to isolation they come back and they they've like another randomized list is kind of doled out to them
0: And then twice a day, they can summon some more slads. They can also enchant an item given sufficient time and materials.
1: That's cool. If you ever happen to befriend one of these.
0: (laughs) I doubt it. They're not very kind.
1: Uh, Except to themselves, apparently.
0: Uh, Even then, they're not that kind.
1: The reds and blues coming together.
0: No, reds and blues actually have a serious rivalry against each other.
1: Unless a green slad gets born.
0: Well, then they, yeah, then they have to come together. <laughs> but they actually really don't like each other. Finally, last one of two E's slads. We have the death slad.
1: This is, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I'm most curious about this one.
0: Yeah? The greatest of their kind, these few powerful slad have achieved near immortality longevity through evil ceremony. Most of the half-dozen's known death slads work to propagate their race. They will have mobs of red and blue... They're basically the commanders. They will have mobs of red and blue slad invade small villages on the lower plains, and then basically produce.
1: Yeah, tell them to go wild, you know, spread the eggs.
0: Yeah. This
1: is... Is this, like, a, a lich? This type of situation we got going on with this <gasps> one? Because it sounds like near immortal undergoes a specific weird necromantic ritual and pops out the other end as this.
0: I think so. It seems like it.
1: I can get behind this.
0: <laughs> uh, they can also communicate with all creatures through telepathy. They have two claw attacks and a bite, like every other one. Uh they can shape change into a duplicate of its original host. Usually a very powerful human.
1: Usually. And in
0: the in the shape change form, it attacks twice per round, and it has at least 12 charisma and retains its great strength. Like as a sled. <laughs> <laughs> and only two plus better weapons can harm a death sled. <laughs>
1: Only two weapons? Plus two plus weapons? Plus two. Okay. As I was gonna say, only two weapons known to exist?
0: None. I I think I worded it weird.
1: Plus two weapons though, that's... If you're, if you're ever encountering this desolate and you don't already have a plus two weapon, then you're probably not gonna live.
0: I'd say run. <laughs> Again, like the green and greys, collectively desolate have been observed to use the following spell powers. Which are Advanced Illusion, Astral Spell, Cloud Kill, Darkness, Detect Magic, Detect Invisibility, ESP, Fear, Fireball, Flame Strike, Invisibility, Locate Object, Phantasmal Killer, Symbol, Unholy Word, and Windwalk.
1: <laughs> it's a long list. Uh, it's, it seems a little weaker than the green. Uh, no, not the green. Gray? The gray slide, The one with the power word blind.
0: Oh, that one.
1: It seems a little bit weaker. Like, you still have access to symbol, which is, uh, pretty cool. That's, uh... I mean, it does make sense, though. Like, you go from green to gray to death.
0: And I think death is technically more along the lines of, like, a commander. But they can fight.
1: It's like, you have the red and blue slabs that produce each other. Just kind of doing their own thing. And then you have the green slide, which is, like, the basic... Like It's a, it's a Pokemon <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It evolves into the Grey Slad which then you use a special Stone on it and evolve it into the Death Slad
0: <laughs> Yeah basically but they also Can summon they can summon any other Type except other Death Slads
1: <laughs> Okay
0: and then they can Enchant an item if given time And equipment
1: if you ever Befriend one again
0: If <laughs> <laughs> you ever befriend one I don't Think you can befriend one of these In all honesty. (laughs) That's it for 2e. 3.5, all of the information is almost exactly the same. There might be a few (laughs) different spells here and there. And the only other addition or difference is that it specifies in 3.5 that all slad have resistant to acid, cold, electricity, and fire and are immune to Sonic.
1: I forgot Sonic. Like, Sonic is basically just Thunder.
0: They're all in the exact same order as 2E. And the, the difference in CR change is that it's 7, 8, 9, 10, and 13.
1: Okay, so they're given the basic blue slot. It's due diligence and putting it where it belongs.
0: You mean red? Red,
1: yeah, sorry. The red's at the bottom of the wrong. I keep thinking blue's at the bottom.
0: No, red is at the very bottom.
1: Because red. Blue, green, gray, death.
0: And all the information was basically exactly the same.
1: Yeah, interesting. Yeah, the, the added resistances is cool, I guess. It's yeah. what the heck.
0: But then for E, we get some differences. I'm
1: fucking ready for this.
0: <laughs> Their hold on reality is tenuous at best. Their thoughts are clouded with maddening image. They seem aware of things beyond other creatures' perceptions, and they attack without provo- provoke
1: provocation?
0: Yeah, that's the word. That's the word. Provocation. They attack without (laughs) provocation. Uh, Slads worship no gods and believe they were the first creatures in the cosmos. Okay. Dole-witted slads spread chaos instinctively while intelligent slads do so with intent.
1: Fucking calm down, slad. What are you doing? (laughs) Taking over the galaxy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's basically, in this version, that's kind of what they do. When slads are infused with certain energies from the abyss, its corporeal form is consumed and it transforms into a black slad.
1: What the fuck? (laughs) Black slads,
0: also known as void slads, or what we used to call death slads. Okay.
1: Hey, I guessed it way back in second edition. It's like, well, death slads weird, so they're gonna they call it black slabs, slads, not slabs. Slad.
0: Sled. But we have a bit of change up in our line here. Our first sled on the lowest of the low at level 13 is where we're starting now. Okay. Is a gray sled.
1: Oh they're flipping the whole hierarchy on its head. Kinda. Alright. Uh, sure. The gray
0: sled can teleport into a flanking position and attack with its claws. It can use condition transfer, induce planar instability as circumstances dictate. When first bloodied, the slad momentarily loses its grasp on reality, discorporeating and then reforming in a new location. (laughs) What
1: the? (laughs) This is some weird sci-fi bullshit we're leading into here.
0: Condition transfer is pretty obvious about what that does, but induce planar instability, is that when it is damaged, it- or not when it is damaged, the opponent takes damage and it is shifted three squares and not prone.
1: So you just kind of get blasted back and when you attack it, melee.
0: No, 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 no. I meant it takes- the, uh, thing takes damage and shifts backwards. Oh,
1: like a- almost like a misty step reaction type situation, and you just kind of bounce away after getting hit once.
0: Basically. It shifts you, you take damage, and you're not prone. Yeah. And... Th- there wasn't a lot of in- or any, like, lore and shit about them at all.
1: That you can find. Our, re- our resources are limited.
0: Uh, but they do look the same as the pictures in the book had shown. They're basically the same description. Large toads, but we don't see the tattoos come back. Oh. No. No tattoos.
1: No, no forehead tattoos.
0: It's just based on your color. Okay. And the next up we have red at level 15. The red sled springs in the battle using leaping pounce to attack two different targets if it can. It then uses a horrid croak to immobilize enemies and makes bite attacks until it can make another leaping pounce. So it keep, red keeps its croak.
1: It's It's croak and it's like feral nature.
0: Yep. And typically, the description it gives about the way it attacks, it keeps most of what it can do in the description. And I just add the other stuff that needs described or wasn't put in it. So, that's basically all it does.
1: All right.
0: And then we have Blue. He's level 17. Uh, This lad wades into combat, flashing with its claws. If it is bloodied within reach of three or more enemies, it uses Ravager's Fury, which means the Slad rakes all enemies within its reach, and the Slad gains 20 temporary hit points.
1: Fuck. He's,
0: he's meant to be a tank.
1: <laughs> Imagine this: you're fighting this Slad, right? This is the blue one. You're fighting the blue Slad. He's got he's got a ton of health. You you whittle him down. He gets bloodied, so he's he's at whatever I whatever his bloody is, if it's half or a third or whatever. You just you spent like five rounds of combat getting him there, and then suddenly he downs all of the you all of your melee people in within reach of him, and then just fucking a buffer. <laughs> the, like boss fight, blue slad. Stage <laughs> second stage boss fight, blue slad, that's bloodied. <laughs> that's
0: bloody. <laughs> yeah i do think it's specified at least that i saw in 4e that red and blue are eight to ten feet everything else is under
1: but what okay <laughs> still pretty close to the bottom rung gotta be taller than everything though <laughs>
0: but uh, it's not below six feet is what i saw
1: <laughs> that's Alright.
0: They're still gargantuan. <laughs> Not gargantuan. Large. They're a large creature large. by definition. Large.
1: They're very wide.
0: Yes. Uh, next up we have green. Green is level 18. Uh, this lad prefers to attack enemies at range, confounding them with chaos bolt and using transposed target as often as it can to teleport enemies into the midst of its allies.
1: Ooh. That's <laughs> dirty.
0: It's like it's the spellcaster from afar that just chaos bol- bolts everything, and then transport you if you get too far away from its buddies like the red blues and greys. Yeah,
1: just teleport you right into a mosh of fucking blue slot. Yep. It's over.
0: <laughs> when it is surrounded by multiple foes, on the rare occasion that that happens, it can use croak of chaos to knock them back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good name. <laughs>
0: so edgy <laughs>
1: <laughs> i love that croak of chaos
0: uh. but finally we have our black slad and he's level 20. the black slad will teleport from place to place zapping foes with its ray of entropy and raking them with its claws it also has the ability of zone of oblivion where if it if this creature is resu- reduced reduced to zero HP. A black void fills the zone, blocking line of sight and dealing 2d10 plus six damage to any creature that enters or starts its turn in the area. Wow. The zone lasts until the end of the encounter.
1: Jeez, man, what the heck? You know what that reminds me of? And that could just be because we've been playing a lot of it recently, but the uh, the void uh, creatures from oh. Arena 2. 2- where, uh...
0: This is also known as the void slad, so...
1: <laughs> but it, they got the similar thing where, like, you kill them and then they, uh, release, like, a nova around their body. That's, uh, if you get caught in it, well, it risk until you die, but in this game, uh, 2d10 damage is a lot. Well, fourth edition, probably not, but you don't want to kill a bunch of them in an area. And then, because you're just limiting your whole safe space...
0: The assumption is that it's dealing damage to you back at it, and then once you kill it, I'm assuming you'd be in close range of it, and then it novas, and then you're caught in this nova. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I do like that. That's cool. I like on death abilities like that.
0: Lastly, in 5e, we have CR 5, 7, 8- Everything is basically the same as all most other editions other than fucking 4E because fucking 4E likes to be a drama queen.
1: I like the 4E slot more than I like the normal slot to be honest. <laughs> I like I like the a- I like the alien side of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean they kind of are like aliens. They're from the plane of limbo.
1: Yeah, but they still got that fantasy thing happening. I guess it's kind of like alien. If you speak of the movie Alien, where they just kind of inject you with a bunch of eggs.
0: Uh, They come from the plane of limbo, like every other edition, and they have no hierarchy it specifies, except the strong rule of the weak.
1: The strong rule of the weak. Go back to that.
0: It's the common thing. Yeah. We have a little bit of lore here. We got so much lore.
1: Lore.
0: Lore. (laughs)
1: Love lore. Lay it on me. Lay the lore on me thick.
0: Long ago, Primus, overlord of the Mondrones, created a g- gigantic geometrical complex stone imbued with the power of law. He then cast it adrift in limbo, believing that the stone would bring order to the chaos of that plane and halt the spread of chaos to other planes. As the stone's power grew, it became possible for creatures to order with ordered minds. Such as Modrons and Gizariathi?
1: Githzerai.
0: Githzerai, that's it. Such as Modrons and Githzerai to create enclaves in Limbo. However, Primus's creation had an unforeseen side effect. The chaotic energy absorbed by the stone spawned the horrors that came to be known as slatty. Sages refer to Primus's massive creation as the spawning stone for this reason. The Slatty wiped out every last Modron enclave in Limbo, as creatures of utter chaos. Slatty loathed Modrons and attacked them on sight. Nonetheless, Primus stands by his creation and either does perceive the Slatty as threats or chooses to ignore them.
1: Is that okay? I was waiting for you to finish. That's wild. (laughs) <laughs> the second you said, like, this god, uh, of primi- uh, Primus, I think is actually how you pronounce it, a lot of nerds out there will probably correct us. Uh, but just the idea of, like, a god creating this artifact and tossing it into one of the worst chaotic planes to just to, oh, yeah, let's see what happens, maybe it'll balance it out, and then not expecting a fucking, like, you've created life, you idiot.
0: And it killed everything <laughs> it else. it
1: killed all of your people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, nah, it's alright, look at it, it's working. <laughs>
0: they have the same way of reproduction as 2E did. Where reds would make blues, blues would make reds. But
1: occasionally a green will pop out after yep. a blue infects a particularly good vessel.
0: And then greens can become grays and blacks. Or deaths, I mean.
1: Via evolution and magic stones.
0: And with each transformation, the slad can retain its memories, when before it said it couldn't retain its memories. Yeah, little added soup there. They can still shape change into humanoid creatures from which they originally spawned. And these lad return to the material plane to sow discord in the guise of their former selves.
1: <laughs> okay. First off, it's a doppelganger's job. You're just trying to take over a doppelganger's job. <laughs> that is cool, though. Because I've been all... I've been trying to look at things that like could be doppelganger type things without being doppelgangers like the Ganodon uh kind of taken on the form of the people they encounter No, Slotty being able to take on the form of the people they killed via infection it's pretty cool
0: we also have a little added thing here where uh gray slads that eat the entire corpse of a dead death sled instantly transform into a death sled, like
1: Hey, no more complicated, weird rituals.
0: (laughs) Just eat the dead one.
1: But where did the first one come from?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but that's pretty much about it. They keep about the same abilities and stuff. They have certain spells at certain transformations. Uh, But a new thing that I see is that they have magic resistance across the board.
1: No, just magic resistance as in uh, the 5e magic resistance where it's advantage on saving throws. Yep. That's pretty cool.
0: And then they also get regeneration, each every single one of them.
1: yeah uh, well, that's... I personally think regeneration is a boring mechanic.
0: <laughs> really? Because the regeneration I see is the slad regains 10 hit points at the start of its turn if it has at least one hit point.
1: Yeah. Like, it, that's what regeneration can kind of depend on the creature uh like how much you regen i just think it's boring like at the end of his turn or what is it at the end of the turn or the start of the turn or something they regen this much health it's like "Ah, i'm drawing out this combat encounter
0: i think it's funny
1: it is cool like just a regenerating slot is terrifying but mechanically could have been cooler
0: yeah, they, they still have the... Spellcasting bite.
1: abilities, bites, claws.
0: Multi-attack, they have multi-attack.
1: What of the forehead tattoo? Uh,
0: it doesn't say anything anymore.
1: I think 5th edition slad have, like, a gem thing happening inside of their torso, mm. if I'm not mistaken. I don't know too much about 5th edition slad. I don't know shit about slad to begin with.
0: No, nothing's been mentioned of
1: it. Ask me anything about... uh creatures from the abyss and I might be able to give you a little bit more information. (laughs) That's my jam.
0: (laughs) Oh, there's a little note on the page that says embedded in a slad's brain is a magic gemstone. Acquire it and the slad is yours to command.
1: Yeah, I remember something about that, like a mind control gem, if you just perform a lobotomy on a slad to get the gem out of there, then you can control them, but you've already done the lobotomy.
0: here's some also fun fact added things for stuff like greensled they have a staff attack and a hurl flame attack
1: yeah that's pretty cool just manifest fire and hurl it
0: uh gray sleds have great swords
1: now they just have weapons <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that's in the human form they just get that
1: oh they just get that. Wonder what next edition will do to the slide. Kind of hoping they go back to the the more alien, unless <laughs> the more sci-fi alien, and not alien from it, the movie Alien. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how that goes. That's like a couple of years from now, isn't it?
1: And it might be. It's coming out here soon,
0: <laughs>
1: relatively speaking. Fifth edition is uh, <laughs> far outlived what it should normally be, but they keep finding ways to make money out of it, so.
0: I mean, what do you think? Anything, any, what do you think is better?
1: Uh, I mean, I think it's pretty cool. They could've... ...leaned into the egg thing a little bit more, if that's what they were gonna do, because, like, the red creating the blue, the blue creating the red, but occasionally creating the green. Like, they could've just kept that up but like well it's kept up up until green and oh, then you yeah, still have then, the the grey black the thing. yeah they could have done like the, then the green infects somebody and it, he creates the uh, red or blue slads but if he infects a particularly powerful individual then that one turns into a grey slad and then repeat that for the grey slad where they create uh red or blue slads cause they make the red and blue make up the bunk of the forest so of course you want them to have the the majority of the numbers, but if the Gray Slad just so happens to infect a particularly powerful individual, then a Death slat or Black Slad is uh, made, but it's, at that point it's already so deep in the rarity ratio that it's still keeping up with, like, the time aspect of the Slad has to age a bit and then he has to eat uh, his older brother. You you, you picking up on putting down on that one? I wish they kind of, or just like leaned into the evolution line of things like dragons. Like they just, I guess that's probably why they didn't do it though. Cause dragons already do that. Like, a, but they don't change color. They could have kept the, um, <laughs> the more yeah, I talk I about it, the more angry I get about it. Uh,
0: <laughs> I i kind of like the system. It's, it becomes more rare as it goes because blue and reds are very like populous and then the occasional green, but the green has to train and then perform black rituals to order to become almost, uh, immortal.
1: <laughs> keyword, almost.
0: That is that is a common keyword where it's, like, semi-immortality or something like that.
1: Probably, like, lobsters where they're immune to a lot of things and can live damn near forever, but then, like, other species intervention gets involved, and... I think slot are pretty cool. Eight foot tall, f- fucking buff frogmen that are multicolored from the plane of limbo that want to tear my face off that's just my whole thing
0: I think that's all we got for now for this episode and with that it's back to the dungeons